The following program has taboo and controversial comedy and intended for dark satirical humor. The opinions expressed by Aaron Anthony VII are from a fictional character's point of view and does not represent the crew of the Dark Diaries of Aaron Anthony VII and its affiliates. Parental discretion advised. In the faraway unknown world of dark comedy fantasy narrative podcasts, one incredibly divine dictator king rules supreme. These are the Dark Diaries of Aaron Anthony VII. Join us as we delve into the mind of the cruelest dictator king in all of dark comedy fantasy narrative podcasts. Be forewarned, these tales often take things a bit too far. On pretty much everything. If you get offended easily, you certainly will by this show. And now, enjoy the sinister tales of Aaron Anthony VII, ruler of all. April 9th, 1998. Dear Diaryums, I have arrived in Aranopolis City in secretly. I do not want people to know it is I, so I am dressed like a filthy poor person without a home, or a crappy home. I call them dweebs. I even got all smelly too, to sell it even more. I am so stinky, pits and butts even wearing poor people's smelly clothes. I hate them. I hate them so much. I have such a great many of wardrobes, and here I am dressed like a dweeb. Such a furious, temptuous rage of hate that knows no bounds. There is a good bet, however, that you are a little confused at this point, since I should have arrived in style and applause. But look, here we are looking like poor people hiding amongst the poor people here in the stoves, a place I have mentioned in previous entries, but I will talk about it again for poops and laughter. It is the crummy part of Aranopolis City where the poorest of the poor people live, like Monrovia. You are only one bad month away from being homeless. Imagine being homeless in Monrovia. You can't, because you don't know what I'm talking about. A week ago, on a particularly overcast day, a man who looked like a spy, well, he got past my guards and into my traveling private tent chambers. As I drew my knife, he surrendered his weapon and I quickly learned of his attentions. This man labeled himself Mansum, and he works for the mysterious man who hired Stervener. He has been sent by this nameless man of intrigue to inform me that his employer would like to arrange a meeting with myself and he sends his emissary with the gift of the golden knife of Martin Singeburner, which you have no doubtably heard of. It is the most famous of knives this side of the world. It is pretty neat. I have used it seven times today to survive. I did not know life was so hard when you are not relying on your wealth. Upon our meeting, he also brought great warning. The city of Aranopolis has been overrun in secret and usurpers are impersonating my court. Mansum has informed me that of which my court has been taken to a secret prison around the bend and across the narrows. The worst part is, the folks who have overrun my court are absolute pigs. This swine. No, like, literally, they are the pigs who have been conspiring in all the other episodes this season. 
They have dressed up like human people and have impersonated my court and are trying to rule. No avocados for this guy until the whole thing gets sorted out. I asked Mansum why no one told me and he said most people don't notice the difference. You know, swine and politicians. Really hard to tell the difference on that one, huh? I asked if this is why I could not understand G.R. Binding in all his communications, and he said, oh, for sure. What a ridiculous thing, huh? So, now I have snuck back into my city via old secret routes, older than Jules Broman himself, and we are disguised. Moderately. I mean, since people cannot tell the difference between a politician and a pig, by that logic we are good. I am hiding out in an abandoned old fort called the Palamo. We had to kill the squatters who were originally here because they did not want to leave and we just kill, like, all the time here. For no reason. All the time. Mansum knows a place where he thinks we can stay at, but it is going to take him some time to locate this person, so we needed a good place to hide out. Bugs are everywhere which is why I wish I brought Derek, but he is too recognizable. So are all of my guards. They do a lot of damage around these parts. We piled the bodies into the cellar of the old fort, and there were already like five dead bodies in there. They were in various stages of decomposition because we do not mummification our dead. Sad, right? Everything we know is wrong. I know this old fort does not have servants, which is why I brought a slave with us. I call him Wilmore the Slave. I doubt I will write much more about him, just know that he cleans up after my poop. Because I am still not going to do that. Gross. Most of the slaves now have converted and are earning some currencies. I overheard a group of dweebs talking about how they were thinking of joining, and I told them they should. Then they recognized me, so I had to kill them. They were part of that seven count from earlier. I doubt I will learn anything anyway. I think my godlike abilities are how I can just not die and get away with so much. Mansum had to teach me how to walk poor because he said I walk like a leather daddy, whatever that is. He said people will notice my walk so I have to not be so prancy about it and arrogant. He thinks I walk like I am arrogant he obviously is wrong as a thong on a fat man. Mansum said that was fat shaming and not cool. What would Lizzo and Cardi think? I told Mansum to show me some respect and he said, whatever you say, dictator cakes. I told him only 39 calls me that and he better shut his mouth or he would pay with violence. Long story short, he got me in a juju shoe move and I felt pretty weak and defeated. It was very demasculating. Sad, really. You can imagine. When I kill pretty easily, it took me by surprise on how Mansum overpowered me. I am still pretty tough. I killed so many people in so many battles, I have lost count. Like 25 years of pretty much always at war, always killing. That is what we do here. Maybe everyone else is just pansies. Is everyone else just a little bitch? They are all pretty stupid people, huh? 
Mansum said, I know the woman he is taking us to, but he won't say who because of the suspense and payoff. I already pay too much. The dweebs we killed didn't even have currencies. Mansum said that is pretty much their whole thing. There are no gardens in the stoves. Also, no hearths here either. Well, maybe there are like six hearths. But there is what? 45,000 people living in this cramped, unhygienic, violent place? Which most buildings are half fallen apart and the roads are horrible. In our next infrastructure bill, I might have to allocate improvements here. We can get the paid slaves to do it and boost the economy. I bet a lot of the dweebs down here are hungry for work. Slave or no slave. It is as I always say, slave on paper or slave on their majesty. They are all slaves in my eyes and subjugated to me and my glorious empire. A stray dog is following us around because I fed it and it helps with the protection. I call her Sunny. The darkest nights are in my head. The brightest dreams are further ahead. Sleep in the gutter with or without a bed. Buy Killsbury butter when you want to be fed. The jerky is gone. I hope I get to meet this person I already know. The people are pretty scared of the Oprichnina, which I honestly kind of forgot I implanted before I left. When I ran into one, it said, Oh, wait, don't I know you? That is when Mansum stabbed him in the neck. So much Oprichnina city blood. Those guys are doing a bad job at what I asked them to do. They are just running a big muck around town and killing and raping and plundering as they please. Which I regret is what I told them to do. And boy, did those guys do it. But now I see that it was not a great thing for stability in the kingdom. Sometimes we make good choices, and other times we make horrible dumb choices that land you with child support. This is all some pig's fault, and I will deal with that. That will get their blood boiling, is a cool thing to say. Mansum said he had no idea why I said it, because he does not get it. 42 does not know about the pigs and is working with the mayor of Fortin Sindemal Township on slave reform. Real Eleanor Roosevelt, that one. Mansum asked, who was that? And I told him, I don't know. And then I said, why don't we talk more about getting my kingdom back from the pigs, huh? Those pigs better not have used the orgy room. Gross. That will need a throughout cleaning. He said he will probably be gone a day or two, since these things take time. Which is good why I have the ancient blade of Martin Singeburner to kill these guys. I did not want to bring ultimate death because it is so large and in charge. And poor people do not have guns yet. Which is not true because we have given all the new soldiers muskrats. And they are poor people. You either smell or you do not. That is why I use fragrance made from whale vomit. All this rubble everywhere. It is like the war has already started. Oh, wait. It has, hasn't it? I just did a little happy dance in my fort in celebration of the war being started. But these drunk assholes have really made a mess of things.
like Aaron Anthony is finally getting a taste of real life. I'm sure this will change his attitude towards the unfortunate. Maybe. Doubtful. Let's listen more to find out. April 13th, 1998. Dear Diary, Warm fire inside is so much better than an abandoned ancient fort. That fort was the old fort Palamo in which Romigus, the last of the Roman emperors, finally fell to the Cottoman army led by Tob Odenperp. Your friends can be lovers and your lovers can be friends. Go ahead and screw around with your BFF. It won't be awkward afterwards. Mansum was gone for two days, and when he got back to the fort, I had killed about 37 dweebs. He said, Let's go. And we went. The hermit, Termit, was with him. I was going to lash Termit for leaving his hermit shack, but it has been over seven years, so he can leave now. I was disappointed that he is bald instead of long hair, but I already knew that from spying. On him. I spied on the hermit termit. A lot. I also threw cherries at him. So he could eat them. Obviously. He has very long fingernails and toenails because he does not get Killsbury toenail clippers, the best toenail clippers in Aeronopolis. The cellar door does not close because of the dead dweebs. Also, a few ferrets. Do not worry about the ferrets. Siley Myris has been in hiding for a couple months now, and that is why my broadcasts haven't changed, she said. Oh, like reruns, in which I replied. Termit the Hermit agreed, and I threw a cherry at him so he would not talk. The pigs tried to get her, but she said, Not on my watch and evaded their capture and made it to a safe place. I said, I bet that got their blood boiling. Your people love and trust you, my benevolence, she said. With your help, we can save the court and all will be back to normal like this didn't happen. Siley Myris had the surprise treat, an avocado. How wonderful it was. She even let me toss the avocado salad myself. When we saw each other that night, we knocked it out like three times and stretched it. Mansub did not join because he is a voyeur. Termit the Hermit was banished to the shed because he is a hermit. Siley liked how stretched it was. Wet. It was moist and wet. Moist. What is wrong with that word anyway? Turns out it was Moderna who was the leader of the pigs. She used her influence to gain positions and just led the pigs to infiltrate and take over the government. Isn't it funny how actual pigs can take over a government, but good-hearted patriots cannot? Think they will try it again? How different history looks through the lens of the defeated. Do you think we should teach the history of the defeated or just the victors? That will piss off the moms. Teaching them things that they don't agree with on their agenda book? Screw her. Screw her seven times in seven days. Siley Myris has a new boyfriend, who I guess is a bastard of mine. I learned that after Siley and I went at it like three times. I did not like the news, so I had to kill the kid. I do not remember his mom's name, so let's just say he never existed. 
Mansum said he would help us take back the city, but must return back to his mysterious land afterwards and report to his nameless boss. When I asked why he was helping me, he said he fucking loves pigs. Not for pets, but for meat. So he wanted to take a bunch home for bacon. I told him he was too in shape for a man obsessed with bacon, and he said he works out like all the time. And I realized I caught him working out several times. Moist. Who is this mysterious man anyway? He cannot be more powerful than the incredible divine dictator king Aaron Anthony VII, ruler of everyone alive ever all the time, reformer of slaves, disguiser of dweebs, cunning of cuns, stabber of ancient knives, stretcher of holes. Four fingers cupped up and back with force on repeat. Squish, squish, squirt, squirt. See, what is wrong with all the other wives? Did I mention I killed my own bastard? That is probably frowned upon in some cultures. That kid, the bastard boy, grew up in the stoves his whole life hating me. Which is why he attacked me when he saw me, and also why I killed him. The little jerk, son of a jerk. Oh wait, that is me. I am no jerk. But he died bravely as I stabbed him with Martin Singaburner, the ancient knife. It is plain what I have to do here, I said. Mansum and Sily will distract the prison guards with sex appeal, because apparently pigs find human ladies sexy. Then free the prisoners as I let in my top killers into the city and we kill the gatekeepers and let in the army and kill those damn pigs. We will bring justice on a bloody plate to Murderner and her swine. That will really get me into the dictator king groove. Let's just hope she doesn't escape over the borderline. The Oprichnina are in trouble. I have a new plan for them. Word is, from Varsity, the Scorpion, who is also in and out of Siley Myris' hideout, named Scoochie. Anyway, this guy has no dick and is bald. Yeah, he is totally that guy from the Dragon Ice Zombie show you loved then hated. Any other way, he said the Oprichnina await my return and are actually excited to see me. He said, they think they have done a good job and want your appraisal. Sily made sure to inform me of the 4,500 dead in one year by their hands, in which only about 39 of them were actually corporals. So no, they did not do a good job. Then I started wondering on what 39 was up to and I stopped listening. Then she noticed and talked louder. That helped. Varsity, the dickless, he is going to set up a meeting with the Oprichnina in a place of some kind, maybe near the prison where my court is kept, if it is not too narrow. Boom! It will go as they all are exploded and die. I wonder if the pigs are in a league of their own with the dolphins. I cannot wait until I rule over so much more and have all new things to stress over. We call that healthy. I feel there is more to this episode than just silly pigs. Just an observation. Why don't we observe this message from our hive mind partner?
In the heart of downtown Salt Lake City is more than your typical head shop. Pay a visit to Boro Syndicate for high-end glass pieces and water pipes done by Utah's best glass blowers. Justin Jennicki, Kristen Merwin, and Emily Marie. With glasswork from some of the Intermountain West's top companies like Sovereignty, Mothership, Mobius, and Nectar Collector. Boro Syndicate House Glass, blown on site, as one of the few places in Utah you could watch live glass blowing in store. Come in for CBD products, vapes, and smoke accessories from Raw, Puffco, and Hemp Wraps. Local treats from marvelous Nootropic Mints with beautiful glass pendants and jewelry available. Call Boro Syndicate to repair your broken glass piece or to make a custom order. Go to borosyndicate.com for more information. Boro Syndicate, your home for heady glass. Boro Syndicate is a 21 and older establishment. All glass pieces are made for legal use. Smoking tobacco may cause lung cancer, heart disease, emphysema, and may cause complication in pregnancy. Smoking by pregnant women may result in fetal injury, premature birth, and low birth weight. And now, back to the mayhem and pigs. April 15th, 1998. Dear Diary of Recollection, guess who is eating pork, ham, and bacon? Us. The plans all went to semi-plan. Things do not always go off without a Hitchcock, but if you storyboard enough, production can be smooth. Also, a good PA helps. The meanest of the Oprichnina escaped and has gone rogue. So, damn it. But all the others are dead, so wonderful. Termit, the hermit, died in the fury, but his time as hermit was done, so all's lost is not lost, as my grandmammy used to say. I am eating Moderner's pig breast right now. Come to think of it, it was pretty silly of the pigs to think that their animal army was strong enough and smart enough to do this. They are pigs. We are humans. Their animal army was destroyed pretty quickly. When the boom happened and the Oprichnina died, Operation Free the Court, nicknamed Cordon Bleu, began, and it went off pretty well too. I guess pigs do not find Siley Myris sexy because they are pigs, but they did find themselves shot by the muskrats. Honestly, once one was shot, they all sort of ran away. So it was just a bunch of pigs running into each other like dumb pigs and everyone shooting at them. One or two of our guys got shot in the process, like Termit the Hermit. I killed Murderner myself with the ancient blade of Martinsengeburner. I honestly did not realize we had this many animals, let alone animals who wanted to uprise. First humans, then animals, what is next? Plants? Check back in Season 3 for the fight against plants. Oh wait, that happened in Season 1. One of the reasons we evolved to be the prime alpha species on this planet is because we are way better at killing than every other species. So, I do not need to repeat on how easy it was to just slaughter all the animals with our technology and thumbs. Is not it funny how an old pig can put on a human face and people are like, Oh, that's a pretty girl right there, not some swine. Looks are selective, so just be you. Express yourself. Or is it relativity? 
I did not study as hard on that lesson at Aaron Anthony U back in 1983. It was in Mrs. Johnson's interpretive dance class I took because I was really into dancing back then. There is always war, you know. One ends, one begins. It is never ending. Oh hey, we are not at war, but those guys over there are. Oh, their war ended, our turn for war. And for why? Trade mostly. I just love what all these other places have and how much I can exploit and all the profits. So many profits. Our food, well, it is kind of bland, but when you put spices on it from faraway places, it is way better and people like better food. If you are going to eat to survive, then you might as well eat yummy stuff. Carts and carts of dead animals. Pigs, geese, donkeys, armadillos. One guy, Barryton did, after he ate his pork chop, said, that is some pig. They even had a kangaroo general that got shot in the head as it was boxing a human. The muskrats are great, sure, but the soldier's aim can be better sometimes. This soldier was aiming at the donkey kicking a woman, but now the kangaroo is dead. That donkey got away, but he is on the most wanted fugitive donkey list. Gior Binding was fine, but he has prison PTSD. They all do. So that sucks. Now. I either have to have them do PTSD clinic for all those nut jobs who cannot cope with how incredibly shitty the real world is, or I fire them and get the whole new court. That was about 100 to 200 people, and I do not want to replace that many. I already got 100,000 for a war, give me a break. Or option three, I kill them all, but I will still have to do a rehaul. 42 suggested evaluations and I thought that was a lot of resources and money and I do not have the time to use my therapy skills on 100 to 200 people. She laughed at me thinking I was doing the therapy because she was talking about other people. She said other people studied therapy too and she has a slave friend who also studied therapy at Erin Anthony U. She was imprisoned in the revolt of 1987. I asked what year did she study and she said it was 1982 to 1985. So I asked what her name was and turns out I totally had the bastard with her girlfriend. So I guess she can do the evaluations. I had a lot of college bastards, but none of them counted, which is why they are bastards. 42 has returned and boy is she pissed. She cannot believe that such a thing would happen here and wanted to know how it could. Then I asked if she could tell the difference between swine in suits and politicians and she agreed that was pretty tough and I told her I know, huh? We screamed at each other first, but that is our relationship. It started with her trying to kill me after all. Remember that exciting minecart battle we had a couple episodes ago? Man, that was exciting! The pigs could not unlock my room, though, so that was good. That is my stuff and everyone needs to keep their hands off, or trotters in the case of the pigs. I bet we just act like this never happened. I have ordered all copies of scrolls written about it to be burnt, besides this one, but my diary will be with me forever, all 33 of them. 
I keep them in my personal chest locked up and read them occasionally, like this passage here. Juke 9th, 1983. Dear Diary, today was nice. I passed my exam in psychosocial development. I got all A's, which is great because I am after all Prince Aaron Anthony VII. Eleven has gone missing. No one is really sure where she went. She never really liked me, but it is marriage. Why is that even important? What was important is now gone, so I guess I will have to get a twelfth wife, since none of my bastards can be king and all of my other wives don't know how to get pregnant, apparently. My avocado salad was delicious today. I guess this piece of pork is Moderner's fourth upgrade. Sad, really. But we used an apple spice spread with it, and it was a taste labyrinth. I wanted to write a song about currency, but I can't think of what to say. Dang. Stervener is back again. He is going to be promoted for his bravery. I am reluctant, but 42 said things about it. He this and he that. I was thinking about that psychosocial development exam back in 1983. Trust versus mistrust is the first stage of Erickson's psychosocial development. It is a stage that begins at birth and continues until late teenagery. In this stage of the subject's life, a person will begin to view their reality and build personality and traits, as well as fears and pleasures. Each individual will typically have life-altering occurrences in each psychosocial development stage which will affect them mentally, and emotionally for that matter. 42 said, thanks goggles, which is a thing 39 also says to me. It must be a wife thing. Stervener made sure I did not die, which is great. He is meeting with Mansum right now about spy stuff, I guess. He is probably firing him because Stervener is compromised. 42 said it was my fault with all my prank spy secrets. It is not like I stood over his shoulders and watched him write and send it via albatross. Really amazing birds, albatrosses. We call our mail carrier Candy. Stervener will no longer be a slave, but I do not think he will be a spy again. That is okay. I will reinstate him as my main wizard guy. I ordered the blacksmith to make him a cool armor for when he takes another knife for me, because I told him that he should do that again if it happens again, and it certainly will. Next time will probably be by a muskrat. I totally stood over his shoulders while he wrote the letters and sent them via albatross, or raven, or crow, or hawk, or the majestic Blue Jay, of course. 39 also did not realize they were pigs in disguise as well. Seriously, no one can tell the difference. Not me, not you, not Siley Myris. Not until it was too late. Then we came in and wrecked their world up because we are the superior species who kills really good all the time. That is like the 90th time I have written about this in my diary, but I really want historians to understand how much killing is a part of humanity. I mean, we just fucking kill each other so fucking much, guys. It 
It's a good thing our country isn't run by absolute swine. I can't begin to contemplate what I would do if we, as hard-working citizens, were led by complete pigs. What a shame that would be. And now, one more entry from Aaron Anthony VII, Divine Ruler of All. May 3rd, 1998. Dear Diary, I am pretty handsome. You know who is not? Slave Lizard Trainer Guy. Sure, maybe back in 1994 he might have been, but we really have turned him into a decrepit person. He also reeks. You know what is not gross? His kid with the rabbit woman. It was normal looking baby after all. How disappointing. I asked 42 if we should throw the baby off a mountain since it didn't work out the way I wanted, and she said, and I quote, that is appalling. So what I did is mix an old myth and turned it into my divinity for a parable, if you will, for the people of Aaron Anthony VII, just like the old tale of the forger god, Ford Festivus. His dad, Henry VIII, thought he was a really ugly baby, so he threw Ford Festivus off Mount Cadillacsville. But Ford Festivus grew up to be a great blacksmith, even though he was ugly as hell. 42 said if I threw the baby out the window, she would slit my throat in her sleep. Normally, when my wives threatened to do that, I laugh, but 42 is different. She said we could put the kid in foster care, and I told her Jody care was better. Rabid woman died at birth, which is a pretty normal thing here. But slave lizard trainer guy is still hanging in there somehow. Derek scratched at him today when we brought him back into the castle, into the Joe Tith Herpetarium. Boy, am I glad everything was fine while I was away and my people are not suffering from PTSD. Psych, they totally are. It is from the swine filtration, which only I am allowed to write about. And I'm sure no one else will. 42 suggested we appoint Slave Lizard Trainer Guy as the group discussion leader for the kidnapped and imprisoned court, since he has been suffering from PTSD for years now, ever since I came into his life. Most of the prisoners were pecked and scratched a lot because they were imprisoned by animals. They all have marks where they have been bitten. Strandinthin got kicked by a horse in the head and died. You know who was not part of the coup? The beavers, in fact. I am having a dam meeting next Thursday about a dam up north in Strandinton Canyon. Hippie Wanderlisp thinks that would turn the local village of Strandinton into a lake. I don't see what the problem is honestly. We all could use a good vacation spot. Maybe Ryan Julison can invent water skiing. 42 said Ryan Julison died, and I said, when? 39 is back. Once she got back, we sacrificed a slave who refused to join our cult and then covered each other in his blood and went to Pound District, which means we had sex. Then she went poopy. Sex makes her poop, but sex makes everyone in our world poop. Everyone in our world poops a lot, and a big slave occupation is cleaning up rich poop. But, I mean, that is as normal as the dictator source, which are back again. These ones look like Siley Myris' source too. They have the same crustiness. After that, the next day, 42 met 39, and they were overly nice to each other. 
it felt like, personally, they were forcing it, and they were holding back complete disdain, but they held it together for political power. Then, 39 went to work as Dark Queen wife, and 42 went to work as Slave Reformer wife. I was left with everyone else in the court hall, which was a drag, because they are all still coping. So, I went to check up on things. All the wives in the wife dungeon are dead, because the pigs did not know about it, because it is on the ground, and they imprisoned the guards who work the shifts. They each do rotating seven on and seven off 16 hour shifts. Three breaks. But they have to clock out for lunch. Good benefits though. The dog, we call Sunny, that followed me around in the stoves, has found her way into the castle and into our hearts. Derek is jealous and hisses at her. And since she is a rescue, this makes her nervous so her gets scared. So I told Derek to be nice. He said, she better stay out of my herpetarium or the lizards are eating dog that day. Then Derek ran off. I am worried about Derek. He does only half of the snuggles and nibbles since the incident with Lizard 1241. We have announced to the world that 42 and I will have a proper wedding in four months. It will be an extravagant affair. 39 said, I can't wait. Neither can I for that manner. Even though we argue all the time, she is the best, and I do not even want to spell her. None of my other wives have been through almost dying in the cave together. Just her and I. I told 39, this is my newest wife Helen, or 42. And boy, did her eyes flare red when I used her real name. I told her, my dark queen, you are so terrible and gorgeous, no name brings you justice. She said, okay schmoozer. Our wedding will be held at the island of Olympicape off the eastern shore of Sun City. It is part of the Yabista Archipelago, a series of small islands counting 562. These shallow waters are filled with sea creatures in the millions, coral reef and such. Geologist slave, sorry, paid slave, said the evidence shows that an active volcano lies somewhere in the Yabistia Sea. Then volcanologist paid slave warned us about a large eruption that is due soon, and it could do major damage to this Aeronopolis. So I said, you guys are just making stuff up. We will have performers and such at the wedding. Wedding singers even. Acrobats too. 42 courses served at meal. A ballet, knife throwing competition, three-legged race, bare knuckle boxing, which I will participate in. Even a tiger fighting a bear. This will all happen after the wedding, proving nothing impedes that. I have sent Mansom back to the mysterious powerful man. When he said he was leaving on his own accord, I told him differently than he said, whatever you say, dude. I sent him with an invitation for the mysterious man to the wedding. Mansom told me it takes him two months to get there, so he will send a messenger goal named Eric. I told him to send Candy, the wandering albatross. He can fly up to 600 miles in a single day. I explained to him the majestic flight of these birds as they glide along the wind effortlessly with the largest wingspan in the animal kingdom. So who's the king? He asked, but I didn't understand. So I said I was, but he insisted, no, who's the king of the animals? So I told him, also me. What is with this guy, huh? 
39 wanted to know more about the albatross, so I told her instead. When 39 got back and asked where her son was, I froze. I kind of forgot the kid was with my party and I since we left Sun City eight months ago. Whoops. Luckily, the kid was literally right behind me. I didn't recognize him because he is now six feet tall and pretty much gone through puberty and looks pretty tough. 42 does not do the orgy pit, but since everyone is still in recovery, we are not either. Cremona is still a thing, killing a few hundred a day, but the mirror propaganda has been taken back by Siley Myris, and she is hitting it so hard that it gives me chills. I tell you, chills. At this point, we are just not talking about it that much since 99.2% of the people survive it anyways. 42 said, There are several debilitating effects that happen, you know. I told her to focus on our awesome wedding instead of that, and she said she was looking forward to the wedding, but there are several major issues that need to be dealt with on several platforms in this administration and blah blah blah. You cannot get into the wedding without getting the vaccine adult. That is that, and no ifs and or buts. When the people up north were getting demonized, did you hear them complaining? No, shut up. It's just a piece of cloth. You can breathe. You're not being oppressed. If you want to see what oppression is, go to Burma. I would be arrested there so fast. Probably killed. 42 asked if Burma is in Elbotonia, and I told her I blacked out about four paragraphs ago and not sure about what she was talking about. Lizard 12, 41, is not invited to the wedding. I am afraid people will be really anxious with her around because she is more lizard now than woman. So, to make sure she does not come, I am sending Russell Trussell down there to tell her because I do not want to do it and I am divine ruler. I don't have to do things I do not want to do. Like, write more in my diary. I could stop at any time I want. Look, look at me go about not writing in my diary. Man, I love blue jays and beavers and lizards. Anytime I want, I can stop. No one even has to suggest it. Illustrator, animator, and cover artist is Chris Coffin. Sound engineer, musician, portrait artist, and handsome narrator is Casey Jackson. Writer, editor, sketch artist, director, and voice of Aaron Anthony VII is Scott Miller. Don't forget to let us know how much you love the show in the comments below. Not appearing next time on the Dark Diaries of Aaron Anthony the Seventh.
Welcome back, Murph. And just in the nick of time. What is it, Captain? Our undercover man has reported unfortunate news. Trunt is working with a notorious gangster. Let me guess. You know I hate putting you up to this, John. Seeing that this man is... Just tell me where he is, Cap. Wait, why is Tasha not here? Thanks for meeting me here, Detective. Or should I call you daughter? Let's skip the small talk, Angus. You told me this was important. I just thought you should know what you were marrying into. How did you... We haven't even told anyone yet. Never mind that. I thought you'd like to know what really happened between John and I. He told me everything. How you were a gangster who lied to his family. A man who killed his own wife. Is that what he told you? <laughs> well, he got one thing right. I was a dishonest gangster. But it wasn't me who killed his mother, lass. That was your fiancé. That's Murphy's Law. The Dark Diaries of Aaron Anthony VII is a production of the Hive Mind Collective, SLC.